1: Which is ironic because today I don't feel very happy at all. And um, if I'm being completely honest, the past few months, while I have been good in a lot of ways, I don't want to paint the picture that my life is terrible, but because it's not. My life's improved so much and I'm really liking, I have so much to be grateful for. But the last few months, I've been feeling more of that burnout, a little bit more just like tired Um, and that's okay. But I don't, there's always this thing of like, you have to be positive all the time. Toxic positivity to me means like you can only ever feel good. Like, let's just feel good all the time. Um, if you feel bad, like ignore that. Um, and let's just get You know, there's no room for badness in your life. There's no re- room for negative emotions in your life. Let's just feel good. Let's get you to feel good as soon as possible. And that's just not been the case for me, especially today and with the accident that happened recently and all the stuff in between. Now, I am not the first person that has coined the term toxic positivity. I, I cannot coin that because I didn't come up with it. I believe I first heard the actual term from Brene Brown, if I am guessing that correctly. And I know several other people, thought leaders and stuff like that have said this term before. So I'm adopting their term now. You might be listening to this and think, well, what's wrong with thinking positively? Shouldn't you try to be optimistic all the time? Shouldn't you try to always see things with the glass half full versus half empty? I don't see why this is a problem. And I would argue that, yeah, you probably should try to be optimistic when you can, when I mean, you can muster up the energy try to be happy, try to be peppy, try to keep on going. I think this podcast, I try to be overwhelmingly positive because I know that's what you need. And believe me, recovery, you really need to get worked up and get inspired and get motivated and feel good in order to recover. However, um, there are certain times when I don't think thinking positively about something is appropriate. So um, when it comes to someone's death, let's say someone dies in your life, someone you really care about, do you want to think positively about it? No, why don't you want to think positively about it? Well, for me, if my, let's say boyfriend died, I would be devastated. I wouldn't want to be happy about it because I just lost the love of my life. I would be, um, very, very sad. I would be a huge loss to me. I would feel very disrespectful towards him. If I was suddenly happy about his death, it would be wrong for me. It just wouldn't make any sense. And I wouldn't, it wouldn't be genuine. I think is the main thing here. It wouldn't be genuine for me to feel completely happy and just completely move on with my life. It would feel like I was just not processing it at all. And I was a psychopath, right? (laughs) Um, there are certain times when I think positivity is helpful. There are also certain times when I think it can have quite an opposite effect and make you even feel stronger in your opposite emotion. Maybe it's sadness, anger, whatever. Um, today is one of these days where I don't want to feel happy about things. I don't want to feel super positive about things. Um, today I might post this video on Instagram, but it's just, it seems like everything's coming to a head and to a point and. Me thinking positively about it, me being like, oh, it's going to be totally fine. I don't want to do that. I just want to be in the emotion. I just want to be like, okay, this sucks. I don't, I don't want to force myself to be happy about it. I think it's much better to be like, this kind of blows and be with it. Because what happens when I try to tell myself, you're totally fine. Everything's great. Keep on being positive. Um, there's nothing bad here. You can do it. It kind of makes me just want to say fuck off to my own thoughts and makes me want to almost resist anything. And it also makes me feel like I shouldn't be feeling stressed or I shouldn't be feeling bad. It makes my feelings feel invalid. It makes my experience invalid. A lot of people do this in bulimia recovery too. Um, when they're feeling really high and great, they feel um, amazing. But when they're feeling low, they either, they will try to kind of be like, oh, well, it's totally fine. Everything's great. Keep on moving forward. It's let's think, how can we think positively? How can we make this immediately better when they just been Jim or they have just had um, a lapse or something like that and they feel down, it doesn't do me any good or them any good to say, oh, everything's perfectly fine. Why don't you just move on? It's much better to just acknowledge your feelings in the moment, to really meet yourself halfway, find out what's going on. I also see a lot of people suppress their emotions in general. Whenever I talk to clients who are maybe having a really stressful time, when we dig into it, they actually have a lot going on and they're trying to tell themselves, totally fine. Everything's totally fine. Everything's okay. It's just fine. It's like you're ignoring the problem and there's a festering wound that just keeps getting more and more infected and you're not doing anything about it. And then you wonder why you're feeling worse and worse and worse. You're just dragging that ball and chain around you. When you allow yourself to process the emotion, instead of just trying to blanket this toxic positivity on top of it, it actually can sometimes make you feel better and release that emotion, allow you to process through why you're actually feeling pain. If you take it back to the death analogy, I would want to go through the pain and crying and sobbing and all the grief of losing my boyfriend because it would not only make me feel like I really properly mourned him, but then also I could maybe move on with my life. Also, something that toxic positivity does is that whenever someone like, let's say you went to someone you trusted, you had a really big problem, you were feeling like um, you're really stressed out about it. You were feeling nervous about it. Maybe you're a little scared to tell them because you're already kind of judging yourself saying, I should just get over this or I shouldn't be this stressed. but you told this person anyway. And they said, you'll be okay. Just, you know, get through it. You know, let's just like figure out a solution. It's totally fine. They immediately offer a solution. And then they're like, why don't you just do that? Um, And then they say something along the lines of, you know, let's well think on the positive side, there's this going on. And they don't even try to hear you out on what's actually going wrong. It makes you feel like, oh, this isn't actually a big deal. The feelings that I'm having aren't very valid. I shouldn't care so much about this. Um, I shouldn't even be making it a big deal. I shouldn't even be upset about it. I should just be moving on like this person is suggesting. It completely negates your experience. It completely makes you feel like something's wrong with you because you're having that reaction when really what you need to do when someone comes to you with a problem, like when people come to me with bulimia recovery um, and consults all the time when I talk to people, I'm not, I don't immediately offer them solutions. I just Listen because that's what they need. They don't need someone to immediately tell them, "Um, have you tried this? You don't know this. Let's do all this." I just, you know, ask questions and listen and I validate and not for a fake validation. I really feel their pain. So I am speaking truths when I talk to them and say, "I understand that sounds awful. That really does." Because it is, and they need someone to know that they understand, they get it, and they're not just crazy. Toxic positivity honestly makes you feel like you're crazy, and you're the only one who is feeling bad and not feeling great all the time a lot of people aren't feeling, feeling great all the time. I'm not feeling great all the time, you know? And that being said, there's a lot to be grateful for in my life. And a lot of people make it mean that if they're not being positive, if they're not being grateful, then they're being ingrateful or ungrateful and they're being um, selfish and entitled and all these sorts of things. You can have a good experience and a bad experience all at the same time. You can be happy about what's going on and still hate some parts of it. I was talking to a client today and she is in this new career, one of the careers of her dreams. She chose to be where she is and she's loving it and and loving the experience of what she gets to do. But even with how much she loves the career and how much she enjoys it, how much it brings her such happiness There's so much going on in that career that also causes her a ton of stress, the the new environment she's in because of it, the rules and regulations that are in there, the stress of the career itself on her body, the physical demand and all of the other unknowns going on and plus like the isolation of the career. It is so amazing for her, but it comes with so many sacrifices. And I think what she's doing and what we discussed today was that she's trying to be like, everything's fine. It's totally, I should be grateful. I should be happy. Why am I not happy? I'm in the career of my dreams. A lot of people tell themselves that all the time. They're like, why am I not happy? Everything's fine. I told myself that all the time when I first got into this career and things were going well for me, I was like, why am I not happy all the time? Whenever I felt down or low or kind of depressed, like what's wrong with me? nothing was wrong with me. I'm just a normal human experiencing normal energy, high, highs and lows and dips and lows, um, and dips and um, uptakes. Now, of course, sometimes people can have some sort of mental issue going on that causes them to have extreme variance in emotion. If you feel like that's you, then obviously go seek help, go talk to a psychologist, um, a therapist, anything like that. But for the majority of us, most normal people fit into that category and there's nothing necessarily mentally abnormal about them. They just have highs and lows. Like most people, we aren't meant to be continually happy all the time. If life were like that, I think it'd be rather boring. i remember Brooke Castillo saying, um, Brooke Castillo, actually she coined the term, maybe um, she always says life is 50, 50. And I love that quote because it's so true. Life isn't 100% happy all the time. When we think it's 100% happy all the time, it really causes us to think something's majorly wrong when we're upset one day or we're not feeling our best one day. We're just unhappy sometimes. And of course, there are reasons why you're unhappy. Um, but sometimes you're just going through a hormonal change. If there are reasons why you're unhappy and actually going over them and processing your emotions is really important then so you can fix what's possibly making you unhappy. Maybe the goal in life isn't to be happy 100% of the time. Maybe the goal in life is to make really good memories and also handle and experience the bad in life too. Uh, If you think of a life where you're feeling constantly happy, it wouldn't necessarily be a life, at least one that we know today. Um, If we were 100% happy all the time, I don't know what goals we would really have. Part of life is to overcome challenges Uh, That's what makes I think living very interesting. That's what makes my job interesting is because I'm always helping people overcome their bulimia, right? I'm helping them work through what in particular in their situation is preventing them from recovering and how they can get there. Uh, Without it, I don't know what I would do. Without problems, I don't know what any of us would be doing other than feeling pleasure 100% of the time or feeling happy 100% of the time. Maybe there would be problems to solve in society, but we would just be happy about it all the time. It sounds like some dystopian uh, sci-fi fantasy, and it sounds creepy, quite honestly. Um, There's a contrast when there's happiness, and then you experience sadness or anger or something like that. It gives you contrast. If you just, you know, watch a movie where everything's happy all the time, it's kind of boring. So. I don't think the goal in life should be happy 100% of the time. If you could maybe lean into whatever low period you're having right now, that could be helpful because it will first allow you to process some of that and actually acknowledge yourself. And you're being a friend to yourself in that moment, acknowledging the pain you're going through, acknowledging what might be wrong, talking with yourself, having a conversation and processing that pain that is real for you. Um, And also, even if you're not having some sort of extreme pain, you're just feeling low, just kind of meh, maybe like a little bit low-level depression, just kind of blah. It's still important to meet yourself and say, hey, I get that you're feeling this way. We're not going to try to ignore it anymore. We're just going to be with it. When you get to that place, you might then be be able to figure out what's happening, or at the very least, you'll stop resisting it. And that will allow you to kind of get unstuck and move on to wherever you need to go. During these periods right now, I am just committed to these next few days are going to be hectic as hell. It's going to be really, really crazy. And I'm probably not going to enjoy very much of it. And that's okay. I'm committed to doing it. It's just going to be fine. It kind of sucks. but That's all right. I'm going to get through it. And eventually tomorrow or on the next day or in the next week, I'm going to feel maybe happy again. And then I'm going to go through dips and lows, highs and lows. And that is going to teach me so much in life what I gave to this client I was talking about with that career. Um, I told her to, first of all, like stop ignoring why the the feelings that she's having, stop telling herself she should be happy. Stop telling herself that everything is okay. And let's just ignore it and ignore it and hope it goes away. Just be with it for a second, honor what you're feeling, honor and accept that you're feeling that way. And then I would write down what's bothering you. I would would actually focus on it for just a second, you know, and write down what actually is creeping under your skin that's really getting in there, infecting you with some anger and some sadness and some bitterness. And just acknowledge, does it make sense? Like some of the problems that she's having she can't change so it's better to just write it down and accept it and see it there and be like this is a problem and we have reasons for why we're going to deal with this problem but we can't change it so we're okay with it and then she might also feel with some of the problems that there are, ac- are uh, that there are actually solutions and in that case she can actually go through changing them but she found like that was really she found that that was really good advice because Ignoring it seems to make her feel more anxious and make her feel like something's wrong with her. And actually, she's just normal. And I told her a lot of people that are in your same career are probably feeling the same way. Um, and you're the only one maybe telling yourself that you should just be happy all the time. Toxic positivity, it really seems to uh, invalidate your experience And force you before you're ready to move on with life. And really, there is a time and place for sadness. There's a time and place for anger. There's a time and place for emotions that don't make you feel happy. And they're necessary. Those emotions help you learn things, they help you experience things, they help you process what may be going on in life, they help you see things in a different life, and they offer contrast to happiness and bliss. They're not necessarily bad, they're just a different flavor of emotion. Maybe stop treating them as if that means that you're not be succeeding in life. You're not doing things right. Something's wrong. Maybe it's just that you're a normal human being who experiences highs and lows like the rest of us. <clears throat> I'm not saying by this, you have to be low all the time, just like there's toxic positivity. I think that there's a toxic way to constantly be in a negative state. And I don't want people to be in there either but I'm just saying that neither is necessarily bad and that you're probably bound to experience both at at some point in your life. Last thing I'd say maybe to add to that is that make sure when you're in your low periods that you're still giving yourself stuff that you would give during your happy periods. So I was talking to someone who had a really low week last, last week. She was on such a high, you know, uh, no binging and purging for 30 plus days and really feeling good. She was going out. She's being social. She was feeling like it was too good to be true, all this sort of stuff. But last week she felt very low in energy, wasn't feeling herself, um, made a few bad food choices. She didn't binge or purge, but she definitely ordered food that um, overate and ordered food that didn't fuel her. And we were talking about it, and she was like, but during those times, I really withdraw, and I don't move, and I don't talk to people. It's because I feel ashamed of it. And first, we talked about why there's really no reason to feel ashamed for not feeling 100%. But then also, it's interesting that when she's feeling, when she's happy, she gives herself food that, like fuels her body and that she loves. She moves around a lot. She talks to people. She calls people, all these sorts of things. She goes out, she maybe buys herself things or like gives herself experiences. She probably handles her schedule better and gets her sleep on point. When she's in those depressive states, when she's in a worse state, she doesn't do any of those things. She does quite the opposite. And it's funny, the her that's when that's lower, the her that's um, maybe not doing as well is the one that needs it the most. Maybe isn't the happiest version of her. It's the one that really needs the tender love and care, right? The TLC. Um, But because she doesn't want anyone to see her that way, she doesn't, she starts feeling bad about herself. She starts making it mean that something's wrong with her. Then she really just withdraws and isolates herself from everything that she needs when quite the opposite is what she needs to do. So for those of you guys out there that are in a low period, maybe struggling a bit, uh, hear me that nothing's wrong with you. Uh, There could be maybe something causing the the sadness in your life, the low period in your life, the depression. And by all means, try to solve that. But don't try to pretend like everything's fine and that you should be happy. Maybe you shouldn't. Maybe you don't want to be. Maybe if you just meet yourself halfway and say, I don't want to be happy about this. I'm going to deal with it, but I don't want to be happy about it. I'm going to be maybe mad about it. I'm going to be sad about it and you prepare for that, and you just allow yourself to feel it, you might find yourself in a much better place and a place where you can acknowledge and move on and do something about it. And, or just allow yourself to do daily actions while the sadness processes and eventually goes away as it usually does. By all means, seek medical help if you feel like you're in, um, in depression or something like that, or you're in a much more severe state than what I'm talking about. But, most people go through these highs and lows and it's not, it doesn't, it doesn't mean anything about you as a person that you're a failure or you're not because your life isn't perfect all the time. You were not successful. You're not doing things right. Most people are like that. And I think that it obviously it, it makes life, it makes life a little bit more interesting too. Uh, so anyway, that's all I have to say on that. Um, thank you for listening. Um, I will talk to you guys next week. Never give up on yourself,
0: my friends. Bye. Hey, if you like this episode, you have to come check out the Binge Breakers Recovery course. If you're trying to recover from bulimia and you're sick of doing it alone and you feel like you've tried a lot of traditional therapies and it's not working with you, come join the course. Go to bingebreakers.com recovery course.